Hello and welcome to the Rachel Amdahl Show, episode three. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about new relationships and young love. In the last episode, I had talked about toxic relationship that I had. And, you know, you got to love the experiences you learn in life, right, that teach you more about what you want. And my toxic relationship taught me a lot about how I don't want to be treated, right? Things that I don't want. And figuring out what we don't want is always a really important step into figuring out what we do want. Because if we don't analyze our current situation, the things that are happening and figure out, okay, well, I don't want to be treated like that. You know, I don't want this, that, the other thing. And then we figure out the opposite of that. Okay, so if that's what I don't want, then what do I want? Now, when I met my husband, again, I explained a little bit about that in the previous episode, but once I was finally able to break up with that guy, then here's my husband, right? And if you would have told me at that time that I'd be having kids with this man and we'd get married and stuff, I honestly would have thought you were crazy because let's get real. Who really in their teenage years when you're dating somebody we don't really think about the long term, like where are we going to be in 10 years or when we're 30 or anything like that, right? So I didn't have too many thoughts about it. I just thought this guy was cute. And then we started hanging out and, you know, the rest is history. But <laughs> of course, there's some journeys along the way. And now I don't know about anyone else, but you ever start like dating somebody and then you don't really know like when you dated. So, or started dating rather. Because let's get real, in this day and age, how many people actually say, hey, do you wanna be my girlfriend? Hey, do you wanna be my boyfriend? That doesn't really seem to happen as much, right? As like the olden days, maybe parents, grandparents talk about their stories and how they asked someone out and to be their, I don't know, partner, whatever. Um, so, we started hanging out and it was summer, it was around June and we had just picked, I think like June 19th as the day we started dating <laughs> and we just rolled with it. But, you know, it was one of those things where we really liked each other, we hung out all the time and I don't know, I guess just eventually it was just coined that we were a couple, right? I'm sure other people can relate to that. So... <clears throat> I'll never forget when my husband met my dad for the first time. It was, now we look back and laugh at it, but at that time, right, I was like 16. I was so embarrassed about how things went down. So <clears throat> this is how it started, all right? My dad lives in another state. So I live in Wisconsin. My dad lived in Iowa and still does at this moment. So I asked my husband, obviously at that time, we were just starting to date. I said, do you want to come to Iowa with me to go see my dad? Now, bless his soul, he said yes. And to be honest, part of me is like, I can't believe you still stayed with me after this experience. So first off, I don't like getting lost. I get terrified. And sometimes I still get lost with GPS. How I ever navigated paper directions I just don't even know. I truly wish back then we actually had GPS, but if you know anything about Iowa, right? Very flat, kind of boring, corn, whatever, farming. And so 
from where I live, it's a good five, six hour drive to where my dad lives or lived at that time rather. So here we are, we're just driving along, I'm driving and we get lost. You guys, I start freaking out, like freaking out. So <clears throat> we got up early and it was foggy. Gotta love fog and paper directions. This is like the worst combination. So we're driving along, driving along. Then my mom calls me, you know, just to check in, see how it's going. I said, great. We just went through some stoplights and she was silent. Now, I'm sure a lot of times, right, when we call our parents or, you know, somebody we're explaining something, they go silent. You're like, "Uh oh, something ain't good. Well, my stomach dropped (laughs) because I was like, oh, my God, I'm lost, aren't I? I am so lost right now. And I just panic. I panic when I get lost, which is why it's just not good for me to get lost. So here I am starting to panic because my mom's not saying anything. I'm like, mom, hello. She goes, stoplights. I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, wouldn't you know it? She's like, "Mm, you shouldn't be going through stoplights. So here we are in what feels like the middle of nowhere. I start panicking because I don't do well getting lost. My husband is the total opposite. He loves getting lost and the adventure of like figuring out his way where he's going but not me. You know how they say like opposites attract? That's certainly the case in a lot of things with my husband and I. Although sometimes we think way too much alike. Maybe it's because we've been together for 16 years at this point, but nonetheless. So here we are lost as can be. There's literally the only things that we can see again, because it was incredibly foggy. There's a giant police station. And then across the street from where I pulled over, there's like, I don't know, some supplies, car thing. I can't even remember exactly what it was. All I remember is we parked in the parking lot. He's sitting in the car. I go in. I am in tears because I'm lost and I feel stranded and I'm never going to make it home. I'm just going to die here, right? (laughs) At least that's what the anxiety-filled mind goes through and like starts to think. So I walk in and wouldn't you know, there's four nice gentlemen standing around their counter and I walk in and they all just stop talking and they slowly turn around and look at me just in tears. Can we help you? Like, what are you crying about? Right. I mean, my husband asks me that often when I cry about stuff. So anyways, I just start crying and I'm like, I am so lost. I have these directions and somehow I made a wrong turn. I don't know where to go. Like, it's terrible. So I also had to really pee. So in addition to having a mental breakdown because I'm lost, I had to go to the bathroom. So thankfully, these guys got got us some directions, which they had to tell him. And then at that point, I like could not drive. I was like, I need a break because I can't even function to think about anything, especially driving right now. So either way, we ended up making it. But from that point, I was like terrified to even be driving this journey ever again. (laughs) So at this time, when my husband and I first started dating, my dad was married and this woman had two kids, you know, my stepbrother, stepsister. And needless to say, after this whole experience, my dad and that woman didn't stay together very much longer. But either way, so her kids were pretty young. They had to have been, 
I don't know, maybe her daughter was like 10 or something like that and the son a little bit younger. So, okay, and also at that time, my husband and I enjoyed some green grass, okay? Let's just leave it at that. You can take with that what you will. And so being young and stupid, we thought, oh, let's just go in the basement and, you know, we'll go ahead and have ourselves a little bit of grass. Well, needless to say, my stepsister at that time ratted me out. I mean, of course, she's 10 years old, right? She doesn't know, which is fine. Makes for good memories now. But here we are thinking we're all sly. I just, you know, spray some Febreze. Like, that's going to take care of the problem. And then a couple hours later, we got in huge trouble and big trouble. Plus, the first night we were there, of course, I was 16. My dad said, you cannot sleep in the same room. Not going to happen. Okay, fine. So I stayed with my stepsister, and of course, because I was 16, I decided I'm just going to sneak downstairs by my boyfriend, and I'm going to sleep by him. Well, of course, she ratted on me again, as naturally siblings do, right? And so not only had I gotten in trouble for that, plus the grass, uh, let's just say my dad wasn't too happy, and my poor husband. My dad was so upset, like yelling and pointing in his face, which I was like traumatized. How embarrassing, you know, I thought for sure when we go home, there's no way he's going to break up with me. He's not going to want anything to do with me. He's never going to want to meet my dad again. (laughs) He obviously was still alive. So we made it home and, you know, my husband was a little bit scared of my dad for a while, but over the years, there's no problems, much, much better. And you just got to love that first experience when you meet someone else's parents because they're either going to really like you or they're not going to want anything to do with you. And then they're going to try to get their child to not be with you. Right. And, you know, sometimes good experience or first experience, just they get a little crazy and parents get a little angry. And these are all things that we will keep in the back of our heads as our daughter starts to date, of course, many, many years from now, right? I mean, she's 11 right now. I'm hoping I got at least five more years, at least, right? We'll see. Of course, as she was younger, she chased this boy around and was like, I love you. Come back here. So at least I know right now she's pretty good at chasing boys away because she'll chase them. So as long as I can hold on to that just a little bit longer, hopefully my husband won't be yelling in any boys faces about you know trying to sneak and sleep by each other or whatever the case may be you ever think back to things you did growing up or like as a teenager and then you look at your kids like oh my gosh if you ever right I'm trying my best to take it as like teaching moments of okay if I were in my parents shoes when I was that age how would I handle that differently now or you know gotta take things as a life lesson as much as you can But all in all, it really makes for some great memories. And we laugh about it all the time and just like how angry my dad was and like in your face and definitely the traumatized teenager. Like you see in movies, right? Like, oh, I just I'm so scared for you to meet my dad, blah, blah, blah. Thankfully, my dad didn't have any guns around that he had access to. Right. (laughs) But anyways, 
that was the first time my husband ever met my dad. It didn't go as well as I had hoped, obviously. And, you know, he's continued to stay with me. And even after that first experience, we had gone and visited my dad again. This time it was fine, but I was a little traumatized slightly because on the drive, of course, my husband was sleeping and all of a sudden my gas light comes on and I'm on the freeway, highway, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like panicking again because now I'm thinking, great, I'm going to be stranded on the freeway on the side of the road somewhere and I don't have gas and then I'm going to have to call somebody to come and save me, which those are stories for another day. The times that I've had to be saved, there's quite a few now that I actually think about it. But we'll save that one for another day. I do remember, you know, when my husband and I started dating, it must have been like a year or maybe two after we started dating, he went on a family trip and his grandfather, really nice guy to me, right? Very sweet, um, confident in like our relationship and that we would figure things out. And I'll never forget when my husband went on this trip with his family, his grandpa showed him something called The Secret, which is, I think it's now on like YouTube. You can watch it with ads, but The Secret is also, you can get the DVD. It's in a few different places, but that changed my life forever. And I'm so grateful that it did. If you've never read the book, The Secret, or watched this like documentary thing, I highly suggest it. Now, I'm very much into like manifestation, what you think about, you bring about, you know, your energy. It's like a boomerang, what you put out, positive or negative, will come back to you. And I'll build on this over my podcast. I've manifested some amazing things in my life. And I guess for now, let's just end this episode with go and watch The Secret or read the book. Um because it's really amazing and it helps shift your perspective on life. And man, if I could go back to that moment when my husband had come home from his vacation and said, you have to watch this, it's so great, I would take that moment back again and again. And I actually watch it a couple times a year because I find it just so inspiring. And especially if you're into like vision boards and stuff, you know, it can really help you get more clear and think about like what you want and what you want to attract in life. So that's going to be a wrap for this episode, talking about new love and, you know, of course, the fun of meeting my dad for the first time. But we'll get deeper into relationships and just all kinds of things. So thank you so much for being here and listening. I hope that throughout this podcast, there's some things that you can relate to. I would love to hear any of your like horror stories of your loved one, like meeting your parents and stuff like that. So reach out. You can always check out my website, lovenutrition.net. You can reach me on there. Or you can email me, lovenutrition2017 at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, right? I would love to hear your stories um, just to know that I'm not the only one that's had these crazy experiences, right? (laughs) So have a great day. Thank you again, and we'll catch you in the next episode.